You're listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. My name is Ahanu, and on behalf of Angel Rose, I want to welcome you to this special Akashic Records session. Our seasoned participants will know from where these sessions originated, but for our newcomers, it's important to give you a tiny bit of background and an explanation as to what to expect. Firstly, you should know that throughout these sessions, Angel Rose is not in a trance, and neither is she channeling through any spiritual or psychic entity, spirit, angel or ascended master. She is downstepping this information and knowledge directly from source. Secondly, this session has been recorded, and even though you registered with your full names, we will not use people's personal names anywhere in this discussion simply to ensure the privacy of all participants. All participants will receive a copy of the recording free of charge as soon as we have finished rendering it as a download. Thirdly, we always try to answer as many questions as we possibly can in these sessions, but if time is not on our side and we can't answer them all, we will roll them over and ask them in the free open forum session on the first Sunday of every month. You may not be aware of this, but many of the answers to these questions became the basis for Angel Rose's first book in the Honest to God series called A Time of Change, which is available from atimeofchange.info. Her second book, called The Nature of Reality, can be ordered from thenatureofreality.info, from amazon.com, and from where good books are sold. Furthermore, each week, the summaries, which we call Profundities, are prepared and posted online at worldofempowerment.com, allowing members from around the world to benefit from sources, words and guidance. And to date, we have collected thousands of hours of audio and transcripts from these sessions, and they're all available in the archives of our websites. We have further published the first 10 of the 100 book series of the Answers from the Akashic Records, and these are all available on amazon.com. Simply search for Angel Rose or Ahanu. And finally, we ask that once we close this session today, please go to the World of Empowerment website or answersfromtheakashicrecords.com and leave your comments about the session and about your experiences. So that's the end of the formal introductions. I'd like now to welcome our very own beloved, Angel Rose. Hannah, will I always be your beloved Angel Rose? You most certainly will. <laughs> That's it now. It's in. It's serious now. Embedded indelibly into the ethers. That's right. So we want to know: Will there be any major development in the area of climate change? Okay. So when you ask that question, I'm seeing a whole lot of purple light, and it's kind of interesting because what I'm hearing from source is not without some suffering first, unfortunately. I do think that people will gradually take it into their own hands to do things for the climate. There are a lot of inventions happening now, as you might be aware of, that are designed to clean the environment and clean the ocean, but it's almost like a little too late. You know, it's it's going to help, but we've already done so much damage in terms of especially the life in the oceans. The oceans have really taken a hit and we will see some species leaving the planet because of it. So for all that to be reversed, we're looking at 
many years, many years. Okay, so there are projects starting now, but um, we need a whole lot more than what's going on. It's more, more or less going to be more inventions that are created that will be designed to restore the balance to things. But like I say, we're looking at a long time yet before that really has the impact that it needs to have to put things back in balance. In the meantime, you're watching Mother Earth do what she can to restore the balance to herself. So we will be seeing a lot more extreme weather, more volcanoes erupting, more earthquakes happening. Some of that is due to our own interference with weather patterns, but a lot of it really is Mother Nature herself trying to balance. Like back in 2012, when we were asked this question, I saw a lot of methane gas building up underneath the the ocean floor back then. And it was pretty pervasive. It was, wow, I thought, you know, well, only now is it coming out and they're saying, oh, there's all this methane buildup. But that to me is explosive. You know, the results of that are explosions in different places. And That's why you're seeing things erupt and sinkholes and all sorts of stuff like that. It's a result of what's happening underneath the surface. Okay, so we are going to be watching more flooding. We are going to be watching sea levels rise. There's there's no way you can stop that at this point. But some of that, too, isn't humankind. Some of that is the cycle that we're in. In other words, we do go through these cycles periodically where poles reverse themselves and, you know, what was warm is now cold and we are heading into that. Okay. Now, sources always told us that we could mitigate how extreme that is with our consciousness. And I do think some of it has been mitigated. In other words, it would have happened sooner because there is technology being created that offsets some things. Okay. I mean, we've even got technology that offsets the effect of solar rays, for example, and energy that's coming in from deep in the cosmos. We have created some shielding and some buffers for that. But you're still going to see suffering because we're at that we're at that point of imbalance, okay? But certainly the more people that care about it, and one of the things Source is saying too is that if we do more organic gardening, If we do more permaculture, if we do more uh, like uh, China, you know how China is so polluted, for example, but what they are doing is they're building, they're planting trees in apartment buildings, you know, they're, they're just making everything green as much as they can, you know, the same thing with us, because the soil is so depleted, if we start nourishing the soil and putting the microbes back in that make healthy soil, and we start doing more farming in cities and communities, we will offset not only food problems, but also quality of air, quality of water, all that. So we have to do our part. And it looks like the more we can get people to do that, the better off we'll be. But no miracle movement that will all of a sudden reverse the whole thing. It's not going to happen that way. It'll be slower than that. Okay. What will be the effect of the August 21st solar eclipse and what's its significance? Well, I don't want to mitigate it, but the honest answer I'm getting from source is it's just like any other solar eclipse, okay? (laughs) The only reason it's a big deal right now is because 
it can be seen from this area. But for somebody across the planet or someone else, it'll just be another solar eclipse. Or if a big solar eclipse happens in another part of the world and we can't see it, we wake up the next morning and, well, that was that happened. So I'm not getting that it's going to cause any sort of big major shift or change. I wish I could say I, I am, but I'm not. I'm not getting that. Okay, it's another solar eclipse, which, according to source, happens periodically. And But I don't see any huge, gigantic energies that are going to come and wake everybody up or anything like that. Okay. Question about bees and how it's going to affect us in the future. Okay, well, this has actually been a problem that's been going on for some years now with the bees. But there are a lot of beehives that are thriving, I have to say. They're not all dying. There has been solutions to that problem. For example, there is a crop circle essence that will promote healthy hives. And uh, it happened a couple of years ago when we were in the Carolinas. We know a man whose um, all his hives died and all his neighbor's hives died. And he, he approached us for an Akashic reading on it. And it did have a lot to do with the pesticides and fungicides that had neurologically damaging things for the bees. There was a crop circle that came down that was actually in the shape of a bee, okay? So we took that and we uh, went into the records and we asked what else did it need to go into the essence. So once we got that info, we did it. And he, what he did was he bought new bees and he isolated the hive. The, the bees were not allowed to go out and forage outside. He fed them. He fed them with sugar water, and drops of this essence. And they thrived and they reproduced and they, they're very healthy. And so that is a solution. But really, if, if you have organic hives and you watch your environment and see what happens, I mean, really any sort of pesticides is what's killing them. Any sort of, it's pesticides, it's uh, funguses, but they're not going to die out. What I'm seeing is what's really going to happen is there will be a new strain of bees that will start to be immune to this, okay? And somebody might actually start doing a little genetic, you know, hybriding for that to happen. But we aren't going to lose the bee population, okay? I think the point here with all of these questions is that despite what happens, people always seem to create a solution. You know, they always seem to come up with something that solves a problem. Yeah, we, we might go through some destruction beforehand, but humanity does seem to do that. It'll come up with solutions to every problem, okay? Let's take a quick little studio break here, and we'll be right back after this break. Don't go away. Years of research, thousands of profound statements, hundreds of sessions, miles of transcripts, months of listening, a vast archive of personal power and spiritual awareness awaits you. Join worldofempowerment.com today, a members-only website of practical spirituality for your fast-changing world. worldofempowerment.com Ahanu's book, The Reincarnation of Columbus, is his true story of the loss of his first child, his pain and struggle with grief, and the guilt that followed. It forms his entire philosophy of life, 
and is a superb rendering of the unfolding of spiritual awareness. The reincarnation of Columbus is a true epic voyage, from the pain and sorrow of a father's grief to a new world of empowerment, love, and forgiveness. Get your copy on Amazon.com or on Kindle for $2.99 by searching for A-H-O-N-U or visit http colon slash slash thereincarnationofcolumbus.com. That's all one word, thereincarnationofcolumbus.com. Okay, you're very, very welcome back. This is Ahanu and with me is Angel Rose answering questions from the Answers from the Akashic Record series. And our next question is, what is the unconscious death urge? The unconscious death urge is in every cell of your body. So let's say even nature, we look at nature and we say it's run on the Fibonacci spiral. Our next question. What is the Fibonacci spiral? This is the natural order, but it's not the natural order. It's a death spiral. And it's a death spiral because, as you see, you cycle out, start out cycling out in life, you spiral out, and then you come to a point where you begin to age and then you die. So that is a death spiral. And it's not natural to God's source. So, for example, too, we look at the whole predator consciousness. The world is, you know, it's pervaded by the, the predator consciousness. We see it in nature all the time. We see it in ourselves. We all have that predator consciousness. We may say we don't, but if we look at things that make us angry or we say to ourselves, well, that crime deserves death or that crime deserves karmic retribution, and we even wish it on each other, okay? All of this goes under the heading of the unconscious death urge. Really, any kind of a negative perception that you have or a judgment that you have toward anyone, it's really a desire to kill them. And Source is very serious about that. Any projected negativity, what's underneath that is a desire to kill somebody because negative thoughts weaken people. When we talk about physical immortality or being an immortal being, what it means is you're you're pure love, okay? You've purified those things out of you to the point where you're nothing but pure love. Because the higher you go in frequencies, the more loving it gets, the more pure it gets, the more devoid of any negativity it gets. Okay, so we first have to stop believing in death as natural, first of all, and then be asking for guidance on uprooting death consciousness inside you. So the Course in Miracles is great on this this particular topic because it says something about the fear of death is really its attraction. And Sandra Ray, who's the founder of Rebirthing with Leonard Orr, would say that all death is suicide. So we really have to be looking deeply into this and uprooting the belief in it on so many different levels of our consciousness. So that you can do no matter where you are, whether you're here, whether you're in the Himalayas. The advantage that yogis have by taking themselves out of society 
is that they're not surrounded by negative mass consciousness projection in the in the intensity that we all are. But still, the the responsibility to undo your death beliefs and your death attraction and your death urge is up to each person. So it's why, you know, I was going to have a class on this. I want to have a class on this, just a weekly exploration into the unconscious death urge because I know how important it is. So we'll do it. But that's really what's underneath death. And the reason why you don't stay alive as long as you want is because the thoughts and perceptions and the the Fibonacci spiral inside your body is on automatic pilot. It's just a running thing. So you do have to reverse it. And years ago when Ahana and I were into Kelantic science, the lady who brought that material in would talk about a different spiral. She called it the crystal spiral, where... In the normal Fibonacci, how it, it's like a snail. You know, you look at the inside of a snail, right? And it goes around like that. But in the crystal spiral, it starts out like that, but then it goes up like this and it becomes a flame. It doesn't circle back around on itself and go through death. Like I say, there, there's a lot to that. And it's not meditations every day. You can, do, you can undo this by really being honest with your consciousness and exploring those parts of you. And... You can ask Babaji to help you because Babaji is all about physical immortality. That's a being who was not born of a woman and who just appears out of thin air one day, just appears in a, in a cave in India and stayed around for 15 or 20 years and took on different shapes and bodies at, during that time. And when he was ready to leave, he just walked into the river and disappeared. That's a physically immortal being. That's what it means. That you don't come in through the normal process, but he's overcome death, you see. But everybody has that ability, but it's a desire, really, to undo that part of ourselves. But it's not a magic pill, because, like I said, you're up against the mass consciousness that believes in death and defends it. And there's many levels to that. You know, there's the belief in guilt is attached to it. That whole word deserving, right, is in there. What people deserve, what they don't deserve, what you have to earn to get certain things. All of that is all unconscious death urge because the truth is the gifts of God are free. You just have to stop believing in certain things. But that's that's a process because you've got your own lifetimes that are coded to that. You've got your your families that are coded to that. You've got cultural beliefs. You've got religious beliefs. You've got perceptions about God. You've got self-worth issues. You've got all of that stuff. It's all unconscious death urge. Sickness. Any type of sickness is punishment against the self. But most of this is it's so subconscious in people that they just want to carry on with their lives and don't nobody wants to look at that part. So I've tried to have this class, I don't know how many times, and I get deer in the headlights reactions, you know, because it's digging up the junk, you know, and there's a lot of levels to it. But the more you learn to identify what is a death urge perception and a death urge belief, and once you see it happening, then you, you recognize it and then it has no charge for you. 
But if you don't see it and you don't know how to recognize it, it'll keep running on autopilot. But the one thing you can be sure of is no one will do it for you. There is nobody, there's no guru, there's no saint, there's no nobody that's going to undo your unconscious death urge but you. They'll assist you in showing you what's there, but they won't fix it for you. Because they'd be taking away your your godness if they do that. Okay, it's all about mastery. Physical immortality is part of self-mastery. It doesn't mean that you do stay around forever, but it means you can come and go at will. Like St. Germain. Some of the old stories about St. Germain was that he never ate out in public. Of all the banquets he went to and all the places he was invited to, he never ate the food that anybody else prepared. He had a diet where he drank and ate certain herbs that he knew about that promoted longevity. That's just part of it. But he never partook of other people's food. Not to say you have to do that, but it's just making a point. You get sensitive to things out there that are that have death program in them, and so you avoid them. Okay, our next question. Will Western medicine incorporate more holistic practices in it in the future? It will, and it's starting to. I do think the the medical marijuana was a huge shift. For them to accept that it has healing properties and starting to make medicines out of it. Well, of course, you know they're going to make their own medicines from it. (laughs) But they will start looking into more herbs and things like that that are health-producing over the years. Again, another slow process thing, but they will start incorporating more. We have to watch people like Monsanto, though, who are making a genetically engineered type of marijuana. So we do have to watch because we're always going to have that part happen, too. But yes, actually, now the answer is there will be more. It looks like it's more herbal type looking at more plants that produce healing. And now that they've seen that they can make money off of marijuana, they will begin to accept, like, for example, um, you know, they found that turmeric cures a lot of illnesses as well. So they're starting to make products that have turmeric in them. So they'll start using more of it like that now that it's been accepted. Okay, that brings us to the end of this part of the session. And as is our tradition, I'm going to read for you now the summary of what we've covered so far. Major climate change reversal will happen, but not without some suffering at first. More inventions designed to clean the oceans and our environment will help restore the balance of nature over time. Methane gas under the ocean floor is potentially explosive for this planet. We can mitigate much climate change with our own consciousness. We must re-nurture our soil. This is our part in helping Mother Nature. All solar eclipses are normal rotational experiences in the cosmic cycles. Many beehives are thriving because of the inner knowledge of their beekeepers. 
Pesticides and fungicides are killing bees, but we will not lose them to extinction. Humanity is capable of resolving all problems. The unconscious death urge is in every cell of our bodies. The Fibonacci spiral is a death spiral and is not natural to God's source. Negative thoughts weaken us. Pure love thoughts strengthen us. The higher the frequency, the more loving it gets. The advantage that yogis have is their isolation from negative projections. We are up against the mass consciousness that believes in death. The gifts of God are free. All our beliefs and our illnesses are coded to the unconscious death urge. The more we see the death urges, the more it discharges it. Nobody will undo the unconscious death urge for you because this would remove your godness, your self-mastery. Western medicine will incorporate more holistic practices over time. Now that governments see that money can be made from marijuana, there is a lot more investment in this area of herbal medicine. And that brings us to the end of our session today. We appreciate you being with us and we look forward to seeing you for the continuation of this session very soon. Blessings and thank you from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. You've been listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on to worldofempowerment.com.